Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not one, not two, but three first round uh, picks. That is what a blockbuster mock draft has the Broncos giving up to move up in the draft this year. We're going to break down that blockbuster draft, and we have so much going on on the DNVR Broncos podcast. Happy to welcome you in with rolling with Super Bowl 50 champ Todd Davis, Henry Chisholm. You're here behind the camera. You got the fat head, too, you hear? You ever going to wear that? There's pictures of me very excited. (laughs) (laughs) And yours truly, Zach Stevens. We got a jam-packed show where we're going to talk about this blockbuster trade that PFF has. We're going to talk about our guy Field Yates predicting. We finally know the quarterback that he has the Broncos draft, and we're going to break that down. Talk about J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Penix, where those guys fit in. Could the Broncos draft one of those, uh, those guys? Which one would be the best? And then we're also debuting our top five quarterbacks for the Broncos moving forward. An action-packed show. How you fellas doing? Feeling good. It's Thursday. Thursday, Week's baby. almost over. Yeah, yep. yeah not, a, not a bad ending to the week so i was like driving in here and todd was pulling out because the parking lot was full and it reminded me of yesterday when i was like going through the parking lot and todd was kind of like coming out and he must have just waved me through or something but i couldn't tell because of your tinted windows (laughs) it doesn't work like you can't be given like hand signals and stuff when like you can't see inside the car I guess I like it like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Were you flipping him off or what was going on? No, 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 no. Not that, not that day. Okay. <laughs> not that day. <laughs> it is true, though. A lot of times when I see Todd, I'm like, I have no idea if he's in there. So I wave because I have no idea if you're in there or not. <laughs> like you just, <laughs> you just pull out and wave it yeah. like his parked yeah. car. And, uh, yeah. You know, worst case, I'm just waving 
with no one looking, and yeah. that's fine. But I don't want you to think that I'm mad at you. That actually <laughs> happened to me one time too. The only reason I knew it was Todd because he went like this, and the Super Bowl Fifty ring was on, and it wow. flashed through the there we go. I was like, there there we go. I know no other person in this company has one of those, and I know that for a fact. Damn, that is baller. Uh, speaking of baller, according to PFF, they think that the Broncos think Drake May is a baller. Did you guys see this massive blockbuster trade? Yep. It is wild. So PFF thinks the Broncos will trade up so high in the draft that they've got to give away pretty much all of their draft picks. But they don't make it all the way to number one. They make it to number two to draft Drake May. (laughs) And they give up number 12 this year, Uh first round pick. They give up uh, their first round pick next year they give up their second round pick next year and then they give up their first round pick the year after so they're giving up three first round picks and a second round pick to get the second quarterback in Mm -hmm. the draft i mean somebody was saying that he's a a generational talent drake may is i said he better be because we won't have (laughs) another first round pick for the rest of the generation exactly exactly i mean so it's basically the same as the trey lance trade Mm. so that was the one where the 49ers moved up from 12 to 3 to pick trey lance broncos go 12 to 2 here so that was three firsts and a third this is three firsts and a second but you're also going from 12 to 2 instead of 12 to 3 so it kind of lines up yeah Uh, i still wouldn't do it that just seems like a that's if you're gonna give all that up for Caleb Williams, absolutely. Like, mm. sign me up. I'm, I'm to the point, and I think I'm gonna mm. stay here because I know I didn't think this before. But I'm to the point where like, the, you're kind of playing with house money in my mind for the next like five years or so, just because of how miserable. Maybe this wow. is the Chiefs Super Bowl hangover still getting <laughs> sure. to me. But but that's kind of where I'm at. Where if you want to go crazy and just like try to do something huge, <laughs> fine, fine. But Drake May just isn't. Huge enough for me. I mm. couldn't find a way around it. Yeah. Doesn't have enough dirt yeah. for you? Couldn't find, a, yeah, couldn't find a way around saying that one. Instead, you just open the door for us to uh, just bludgeon you with different words. Yeah. Luckily, you'll do something here soon, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is... this is. And wait, was Trey Lance the third quarterback taken in that draft? He would have been because Must've it been, was yeah. uh, Zach Wilson at two... Mm. And Trevor Lawrence at one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, the Broncos do give up a little extra. Think about this, too, Todd. You mentioned how the Broncos wouldn't have a, a first-round pick for another generation if they did this move. The Broncos would have one, if they made this move, they would have one first-round pick from 2022 to 2026. And it would be him. It would be Drake May. That would be the <laughs> only first-round pick that they would have in a six-year stretch you would go from Pat Sertan being the first-round pick yep. to the next first-round pick outside of this one being in 2027. Pat Sertan would be like midway through the second contract at that point by then. That is wild. It's just not a smart business no. move. I think you're putting all your eggs in one basket. It may be a very nice basket, but you have to have a lot more eggs to you know really play the game of football with. Nobody mm-hmm. wants even to eat if, one egg. Yeah, even if Doesn't Drake matter how good the egg is. I want to eat no Drake eggs. is phenomenal. Like, he's not a superhero. He's not, you know what I'm saying? You're not mm-hmm. trading it for Superman. Like, he can run and catch and block and, <laughs> like, I just don't think it's worth it. He's yeah. no Juwan Jennings? No. Where he's throwing touchdown passes, catching touchdown passes. Yeah, and he would have to be. Yeah. For, for this trade 
to even be remotely close to working for the Broncos, he would have to be a superhero. He would have to be generational. Yeah. Um, it would have to be like maybe close to Patrick Mahomes. And there's been one Patrick Mahomes in this generation. There's yeah. great quarterbacks out there. There's Lamar Jackson's. There's Josh Allen's. There's Joe Burrow's. Um, but in terms of this generation, there's only one of them. Yeah. And uh, you're taking the second guy in this draft class. So this draft class would tell you he's not even generational. He's number two. Mm-hmm. Now, if anyone could be close to Patrick Mahomes, it everyone says it's Caleb Williams. So maybe that guy truly is generational. But you're getting the second best guy, and you're giving up everything to get him. Like, if he's great, this team is 10, 10 wins for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um but, like, you're so depleted around you. You're not b- getting better next year. You don't have a first or a second round pick next year. Yeah. You're not getting better the year after that. You don't have a first round pick next year, and you're still going to be in this cap hell for the next two years. So you're not spending big in free agency either. So, I mean, this guy has to be better than great in order for this trade to be worth it. In the next couple of years, maybe if you, if you want to look long-term and that's what you're doing here, going and getting a rookie quarterback, then, yeah, if he's great, maybe it is worth it in 10 years. And you look back 10 years and you say, man, we didn't need that 2025, 2026 first-round pick when mm-hmm. it is like 2034. Um, but what if he's a bust? Now, the 0.1% chance that you're the San Francisco 40 – no. Scratch that. The zero. You're not the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. They're the only team in the NFL that could do that trade, Lance trade, and give up exactly what the Broncos would be giving up in this, and have Trey Lance bust and still be fine. If that was any other team, they the 49ers would be screwed right now. But the yeah. 49ers, credit to them, they built a roster, seven All Pros, and they are so lucky that they found that Brock Purdy. Yep. If, if the Broncos were in this situation, they would be hosed. For sure. And I feel like if you look at the statistics, he's more likely to bust than boom. And if you look yes. at the draft where Trey Lance was, I think there was one player that was generational that's had a solid career. Exactly. He far, hasn't even been great. And then two busts right after. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> I just think the odds are not in our favor, even going and making that move to just being able to get a generational talent so let's look at that draft five quarterbacks taken trevor lawrence mm-hmm. who uh, how would you categorize him right now he's solid he's fine yeah. solid yeah, yeah. I, I i would say good mm-hmm. really good not maybe not great no. right now uh zach wilson how is he not bust. good bust i yes. went through last absolutely night absolutely a bust just that curiosity uh, he so he's thrown 992 passes in the NFL. And I was like, well, Josh Allen was terrible to start his career. Like, what was he through 992 passes? It's like 87 pass rating versus Zach Wilson 77. 77. I'm like Josh Allen to kind of start to turn it on by then. But yeah, there's and Josh also did it with his legs. Like he was scoring yeah. touchdowns even when he wasn't good. So yeah, total bust. Fumbling a lot more too though. That's true. Yeah. What about Trey Lance? I mean, bust. Massive, he hasn't really had a chance, bu- but like bust. Yeah, the fact that he hasn't had a chance being the third overall pick. Mm-hmm. Todd, you know better than anyone. Chance after chance. <laughs> Especially yeah. at the quarterback. So, massive bust. The fourth quarterback taken in that draft, you know who it was? Justin Fields. How would you categorize him? He hasn't hit his stride yet. I'll say that. Yeah. He's, he's, been, he's a starting quarterback. Yeah. He's a top 32 quarterback. Yeah, so I'd say He's okay. not somebody you want. Well, the Broncos might want him. I mean... 
if if you have the thirty second best quarterback, you want him. But I mean, there's. I mean, he's not. He's not very good. Yeah, uh, I, good. I would say okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fifth quarterback taken in the first round of that draft, Mac Jones. That's crazy. Yeah. So one, are you comfortable saying Trevor Lawrence hit? I mean. <sighs> He isn't what you hoped he'd be. Yes. I guess you could say he's a starting quarterback and he's and he's pretty good. Yep. The team was probably gonna make the playoffs if you know he was healthy this year. Um but they were talking about like he's like yeah. Patrick Mahomes, not Patrick Mahomes, but just like yeah. the best Andrew thing. Andrew Luck. Yeah. They were exactly. talking Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Yeah. He wasn't Absol- that conversation. John Elway, like one hundred percent. He was he absolutely was in that conversation. The generational conversation. Yeah. Um so he has not hit that. That's not for yet. sure. I would say just in the broad sense of hitting. He's hit, but he hasn't been a wild success. Uh-huh. You can't look at any of those other guys and say they've hit. The I the one know. that you might make an argument for, Justin Fields, their team's likely moving on from. Now, they're in a very unique situation mm-hmm. with trading for that number one overall pick and having it right now. Um, but still, if you're looking to move on from a quarterback four years in, they haven't hit. So one of five. Yep. And what was supposed to be a great draft, and the draft board fell as if it was a great draft because three went in the first three picks of the draft. Yep. And... Uh, if the Broncos make this trade and it turns out to be Zach Wilson, that's what Drake May is. Oh my goodness. They are in a world of hurt. So there's so mm-hmm. much risk here. And it's that's why very risky. I say no deal. Yep. I say no deal to this because um he's you have to you have to hit on him if you're going to make this big of a trade. And Henry, I think I'm exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this trade. If this exact trade, I can get up to number one to get Caleb Williams, I'm doing it. Because mm-hmm. he's not a guarantee to be Patrick Mahomes. He's the best chance you have to getting as close to Patrick Mahomes as you can. And to be able to keep Pat Sertan and give up three first-round picks is a ton. And a second-round pick, that is a ton. And to you're risking a ton because you won't, would only have one first-round pick in six years. Mm-hmm. I would do it for Caleb Williams. But I think there's a big drop from Caleb Williams to Drake May. So I wouldn't do it for Drake. Todd, I'm not you? doing it for anybody. That's mm. fair. I'm not doing it. Maybe, maybe I would do it for Patrick Mahomes right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think there's too much risk involved, and mm-hmm. I think I don't know. You know, every time I feel like they compare somebody to somebody, it's rare that it just shakes up that they're that great. But you know, you never know. Maybe he's the last hope. Maybe he's Neo coming to, <laughs> wow. save, us, coming to save us all. Um, yeah, I'm not doing it for anybody. Three first and two. No, I think That's we, we got to be able to, we can pick somebody really good at 12. And if not, then we pick a non-quarterback who's going to help us in the next year. At least we have a first round pick that we maybe can use to go after a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I think if you, you're just strapping yourself to a rocket and you don't know. You don't know which way it's going. You don't know which way it's going. <laughs> it, might, it might go up for 10 feet and then straight back into the ground and exactly. explode. And you know who probably didn't see this coming last year? was the Carolina Panthers, or else they probably don't make that trade and give up the first pick. (laughs) That's probably worst-case scenario that I haven't even mentioned is what happens if you do trade two future first-round picks and then this guy's a bust, Mm -hmm. and then you give up to uh, the Commanders the number one overall pick in one of those years? Like, oh, my God. So not only Mm -hmm. do you have a bust at quarterback, you have no future first-round picks, but the future first-round picks that you gave up Turn out to be a number one overall pick. And it's funny because I don't know, I don't feel like he's a bust yet, but I feel like they're in the same position we would be in 
You have mm -hmm. a talented young quarterback with no talent around him, so he can't even be productive. Yeah. Like, who are his wide receivers? Adam Thielen. I mean, he's the best. Mm -hmm. He's good. he's yeah. solid, but he's you know what I'm saying he's, he's not like a like, good third receiver. Yeah. Now. yeah, 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 yeah. Not not a one or o two. O lines mm -hmm. very average at best. Yep. Running back. You know yep. what I'm saying? I think he's not Christian McCaffrey. Agree. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the position we'd be in. And yeah. uh, wait. Let's just make this even potentially worse because I think there's one more thing to add to make mm -hmm. it a true worst case scenario. He busts your 2026 first round pick is the number one overall pick. Mm -hmm. And Arch Manning turns out to be that dude. And he's the number one pick in that draft. Could you imagine just how much this could sick. set you back? Oh my sick. goodness. That uh, does remind me though. So everybody talks about Sean Payton last year saying, Teams are going to tank for Caleb Williams. It's going to be why there's a draft lottery and all that. Yeah. Nobody's pointed out that he was totally wrong. Like, that is not what happened at all. The team that wound up with the number one pick was not trying to go get the number one pick. Uh -huh. They were just really bad. Mm. So, as uh, it comes point. up over and over and over again, but it isn't what happened. Like, teams did not tank so hard to get Caleb Williams. And to your point, to add to that, if that was the case, mm -hmm. don't you think the Bears, it would have been clear already that the Bears were trading Justin Fields and absolutely selecting him? Yeah. I mean, I, th I think it is pretty clear. But yeah. You think so? Yeah. I mean, why haven't they said anything yet? Why haven't they? Um, I guess I guess they could, but I'd imagine what you can't actually trade him till March. So they could do like the Joe Flacco thing the Broncos did and like figure it out now. And But... As Sean said uh, yesterday no on our show with the interview with Kay Adams, the Matthew Stafford deal was done in Cabo in January. It's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's just no rush. It's like it, it used to be like teams would say, like, I remember uh, who was taking a pick before Vaughn? Was that that was Cam Newton, right? Yep. Yeah. So I remember that summer or not summer, but like spring, like the Panthers like announced that they were going to draft Cam Newton with the first pick. And it's like, well, Okay, I guess you can do that. It's your pick. Like, why not? But there's also there's just no rush to do it. That, that, that's totally fair. Um, oh, Todd, you mentioned something. Yep. You said uh, you would probably do it for Patrick Mahomes, but that may be it. I want to run through some other quarterbacks, um, current ones, just, mm -hmm. just to show how big of a haul this is and see if you guys would take this trade for current quarterbacks in the NFL. But first, I got to tell you about Circa Resort and Casino. Does this sound like the best place in Vegas? They have the world's largest sports book, check. Yeah. They have the best pool in Vegas, where you can also watch sports, check. And they also have their own Circa Sports Book app, and it's a beautiful hotel and casino. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to head out to Vegas, use the code DNVR20. If you're going out just for a weekend, for a week, if you're going for uh, an Avs Knights game, the Pac-12 or Mountain West tournament coming up in just over a month, you want to stay at Circa and use that code DNVR20 for 20% off. Also, make sure if you're in Colorado, you don't have to be in Vegas for this, um, to download the Circa Sportsbook app where they've got so many bets going on there. Circa is the best. We love staying out there, and we know that you're going to love it too. So make sure to use that code DNVR20 when you book your stay over at Circa and download this app at circasports.com. You must be 21 or older, all rights reserved, uh, physically located in Colorado. Circa Sportsbook, Colorado. Encourage you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Shout out to our friends over at Game Time. Um, I can't wait for the playoffs and the Nuggets to really hit their stride. I'll definitely be getting all my tickets at game mm -hmm. time because I want to be in there when we go back to back. If the mm -hmm. Chiefs can do it, we definitely can do it. Yes. Um, 
You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events. New you. Uh, the great thing about game time is the longer you wait, the better the pricing gets. They have all-in pricing, so when you see your price, that's what you pay. You don't have to wait until that final screen where all these fees are included. You know what you're paying before you even get there. You can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DMVR for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code DNVR for twenty dollars off. Okay, before I get into the situations that I'm going to throw your way, you hear has a little blind comparison for us. I'm curious where we're going here, you hear. All right, so I'm going to give you guys two QBs, last year in college, and you're going to tell me which one you guys prefer. So the first one is 63% completion, 3,600 yards, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Mm. The next one would be 2,100 yards. Mm. Oh... Where is it? Uh, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions, and about a 60% completion rate. Which one would you guys prefer? Neither. They're very similar. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, but, I mean, I guess the first one did have more yards, more touchdowns, a couple more interceptions, better completion. I mean, you go, you go number one, I guess, but I'm not blown out of the water by those college yeah. stats. I wonder if one of them is Lamar. Oh. With the rushing oh. yards. Oh. <laughs> can't, can't be Mahomes because he had over 4,500. Oh, that's back right. To yeah. back years. That was the one stat right. that I remember. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, and, not, and Penix. Not, not him or Penix. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I guess I'll go one. I'm not yeah, blown one. away by yeah. either. Yeah, it's got to be one. So, number one is actually Drake May. Number yeah. two is uh, Justin Fields, his last year in college. Nah. Ah, was right had, with the rushing quarterback. He did. He had, but he only had 383 rushing yards and five touchdowns rushing. They also count sacks as rushing yards in college too, True. though. So if you have 10 sacks, he five only, yards each, yeah, that's 50. He only had one game of 10. negative rushing yards, and that was negative four. The rest yeah. were all above 10. I'd imagine. Yeah, they should be. Um, yeah, I mean Drake May. That's it's just a little lackluster all the way around. And his thing is like. Obviously has all the traits. Yep. And it's just when you like disguise a coverage that he really gets screwed up. Like and, and when Vic Fangio's defense is like what the entire league is doing, you got like the two high and like the late rotations and all that sort of stuff. Like there's a reason he's good against rookie quarterbacks, and a lot of it is you don't know what's coming until the play starts. And so like with Drake May, he can kind of like get from his first progression to the second to the third. But as soon as there's like the coverage rotates or whatever it may be, the plan, he can't like adapt that plan. And so that's not like a huge flaw for rookie quarterback. That's like most rookie quarterbacks. But in terms of giving up a whole bunch of first round picks to go and get him, just like, yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta do a little bit more. There's nothing more that you could have said that would have made me more out on Drake May than that. Um, I mean, you could say that about just about all these guys though. Like probably honestly, maybe all of them. Not Caleb. I think he's pretty good at adjusting to what defenses do and has the physical tools to make that work too. But like Drake May, I think was viewed as like even higher in this draft process a year ago Mm -hmm. because he has all the physical tools. And Mm -hmm. I don't really care about physical tools that much unless if if you're five, five, 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm probably, I'm probably a little concerned about your physical tools, but all of these guys even Mac Jones, he has the physical tools. I don't know to, that he to does. play in the NFL. Yeah, he does to, I, to play. Not not yeah. like not like Drake May or and those guys. What is Drake May 
stronger I, arm, bigger, it, yeah, better athlete. See, that doesn't. Josh Allen. Here? What my in in no, he's, he's compared just, to Justin Herbert a lot. Drake May is what his comparison is, and like it to me, what matters most is. What, what's up here, uh-huh. and especially yeah. for a quarterback, your ability to diagnose and break down defenses and read coverages and process quickly. Um, and Drake just, he might be able to learn that, but he just does not blow me away with that. So um, the physical tools to me are so overblown in a quarterback. But then you look and it's like Patrick Mahomes. Crazy, like that arm is just insane. Yeah, but he's what six two and he's tiny. That, little true. Ch- little totally. Chubby, like not, <laughs> def- I mean, there is some a of specimen. that. But like b- massive arm, like incredibly massive arm. The quick release, all that sort of stuff. Like you go with like Lamar, obviously, like the speed, like that's physical tools. Um, even but, Brady is like six foot five, like quick release. It depends on how you classify that. Like you're talking about Brady that was drafted in the sixth round. Definitely, definitely, oh, and okay. like Chubby Brady. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't like a perfect prospect, but then you like look at him come out on the field on game day. Like you know, like that's a big dude, and like he could get something on that ball and get it where it needs to go. I think that when you look back, like I mean, I guess it just cla- it depends on what you classify as like a physical tool. But I mean. It's all about that, like, quick release, get the ball where it needs to go. Obviously, do it accurately, too, but I think those do matter. I yeah. They matter, just not, I don't think height and size matter. I think, I mean, there's ways around it, I think. Yeah. I think that, like, if you can move well in the pocket, then, like, size doesn't matter as much. But if you're, like, uh, I don't even know, like, like Peyton. Like, if Peyton wasn't so tall, I don't think he would have been as good. Like, the fact that he could just, like, look over the entire defense, I think it makes up for the fact that he wasn't trying to escape the pocket. and Like, he didn't have to search for windows. What about like, Drew Brees? I think their games are very similar as far as yeah. what they did. One is 6'5", one is 6'1". It's true, but I just think that, you like, it's about the whole combination. You exactly. don't just need, like, you have to have this, but you have to have, like, a whole bunch of traits that work together that give you something that you're really good at. I think, and I, for me, I think it's mostly the mental. Cause I think yeah, if we look at both those guys, they're very different in talent, very different in size. But I think it's about how they approach the game and how they're able to adjust. And if you're saying that that's not what you're seeing right now from Drake May, I think that's 100% what football is at the next level. It's less about talent unless you're maybe a running back or Lamar Jackson that's going to use his legs mm-hmm. more often. If you're going to throw the ball, you have to be able to read defense and you have to be able to adjust. Yeah. And I just don't. I'm not a I'm not a huge Drake May fan. I think he's a good player. I don't yeah. think a lot of guys are overhyped. I think we've seen it the last couple of years guys get mm-hmm. overhyped all the time. He may come out and prove me wrong, but mm-hmm. that's just how I feel right now. I think like I think it's really hard to know whether a quarterback has all the mental stuff because like Caleb Williams, so much of that is RPOs and quick throws. Like Bo Nix, that's all it is. Like Bo Nix doesn't go through like a whole lot of reads. Like Jaden Daniels has like some of that gets like JJ McCarthy's the guy who you look at and say like mentally he's probably going through the most progressions they're most similar to what he's going to go through in the NFL you know it's just so hard because so few quarterbacks are given the opportunity to show that they can do that in college that's why I just think that that is what's most important but it's also the toughest to know whether somebody has it or not but you have to you do have to. That's the one thing you got to know because that's going to be a difference between a Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and a Zach Wilson. 
Yeah. I thought you were saying me right there. No, I was like, damn, no, why there's am I being thrown in this? There's Zatch, other differences. Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Zach Wilson. <laughs> there you go. Um, and I mean, just I just look at the two quarterbacks in the NFC Championship game, Jared Goff mm-hmm. and Brock Purdy. Jared Goff doesn't have a, mm-hmm. a laser rocket of an arm, and he's throwing the ball 70 yards downfield. Mm-hmm. He was a number one overall pick. Brock Purdy, on the other hand, um, not tall, uh, does not mm-hmm. have a, a crazy cannon of an arm. Um, and But then you look at the AFC Championship game. You had Lamar Jackson, unbelievable athlete, mm-hmm. all the physical tools you want, and Patrick Mahomes as well. So uh, the one thing that all those guys have in common, at least right now, is they, they've got the, the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the, the common denominator it's just so hard to know if somebody has that or not and that's why these guys get paid a lot more money than analysts Mm -hmm. and and draft quote-unquote experts is because they're supposed to figure that out Mm -hmm. that's why it was like just unbelievable that the broncos drafted paxton lynch because they had all the resources at Mm -hmm. their disposal and i knew the guy wasn't it literally after the first time after meeting him and being around him for a full day and <laughs> what, what was what was it that really like showed you that he wasn't it oh it was just very clear oh dang <laughs> did, i mean how quickly did you know i don't it took some time it took a couple games i always felt like he could like turn on at some point and he just didn't turn it on. He never did. Yeah. yeah. But I can't say just talking to the guy, I'm like, ah, nah, you're not gonna. <laughs> um, I think he said the hardest route to throw was a five-yard slant, and it was like, hmm? what? Mm-hmm. What? Like, what? Uh, he just liked to bomb it deep, and that's mm-hmm. what he did. Um, I think it was uh, the offensive coordinator, why can't I remember his name? Musgrave. Uh-huh. Um, Bill Musgrave said, uh, he called him five play Paxton mm. because that's all he ran in college. Dang. And mm-hmm. if your offensive coordinator, this was like deep in the season. If your offensive coordinator is saying that, yeah. that means you probably haven't progressed from that yeah. much either. Massive red flags, but we don't have to go that way. Um, I want to throw some quarterbacks your guys' way, knowing what we know about them now. So, and knowing, mm-hmm. and then you do have to. Uh, um, guess about what they could do in the future Mm -hmm. would you make this exact same trade the one that pff has for the broncos so three first round picks including 12 this year and a second round pick for these quarterbacks would you do it for mahomes yeah yeah okay i agree yeah totally um and you're in the broncos situation as well would you do it for joe burrow Mm. yeah you're really thinking yeah i would do it for joe you wouldn't I mean, it's just one of those things where, like... He's already been to a Super Bowl. Definitely, but you got to pay him so much, too. Yeah, Like, fair. you pay him all that, like, and, again, like, I don't want to take too much away from him, but, again, like, you've got great receivers. The year they went to the Super Bowl, like, the offensive line is good. The defense was playing crazy football. Like, the Broncos just wouldn't have the resources to do all that stuff. Like, maybe... I, it would definitely make the Broncos better, more watchable, but I don't think that that's, like, a path to a championship. Wow. Okay. And in the in the comments, yeah, let us know what you one. think because yeah. I think we're we're gonna have some disagreements here. I would absolutely do it for Joe Burrow in a heartbeat. Um, Trevor Lawrence. No. Yeah. Uh, the the temptation there is that he's cheaper for just a little bit longer um, versus Burrow, but no. I'm uncomfortable with it. But what is he? 24, 25 years old, mm-hmm. and he still does have the talent. I do still think he has what it takes mentally. I would do it, but I'm getting a little uncomfortable right now so i'm the only one that's taken this one um josh allen mm. 
And this is like right now, not right like when now. they were drafted. At, yeah. Uh, yep. And so you know what they've done in the past. You know where they are right now. Yeah, I do, Josh Allen. Whoa, pause. I think I would. I think I would. Okay. Um, and the difference between him and Burrow is that he can just be like a one-man offense. Like, you want to go five wide, like, there's going to be a running lane. He's going to hit somebody. Like, he can just carry a team alone more than Burrow can. But again, like, financially, I wouldn't be surprised if you wind up regretting doing it. Fair. Just given I'm, that you don't have a team around him. I'm taking Josh as well. And then Lamar Jackson. Of course. Of course. Yeah, that's the easy he's one. He's expensive, but... Yep. So, he's the easiest one outside of Mahomes for you? Yeah. For both of you? Uh, Yeah, I would take Lamar. I mean, two-time MVP. Yeah? For yeah. sure. Again, like one-man offense. Yeah. You can you don't you don't need to be perfect around him. Yep. I'm uh I'm also doing uh taking Lamar here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, let me run through a couple more. Justin Herbert. Uh no. No. Like I I don't even know that I just give him the contract, let alone give him all the or give up all the picks too. And a year from now I might be saying yes. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm gonna say yeah. no. Uh, Dak Prescott. Oh, Dang. He was one of the finalists for MVP this we year. We never He's talked a hell about of him. A player no. in I the regular season. Justin Herbert and like Joe Bur- like those guys come up like three times a week. Yep. I, we haven't talked about Dak Prescott in Yep. I don't even know. He's Very a true. hell of a player in the regular season, but he has always had a loaded wide receiver room exactly. every year of his career. And, yep. and running exactly. backs. Exactly. And that offensive line. And the O line. Like he's been in a real position the to defense see now his too. whole career. You gotta love it, man. Yeah. Can't hate on him, but uh, with what we have, I say no. <laughs> I'd say no chance. I'd probably say no. I mean, I would say no. What about Tua? Um, I like Tua, but I feel like when Tyreek Hill's not on the field, he's 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 kind of average. Okay. I think Tyreek really helps him be successful. That's fair. Yeah. If he came with Tyreek, I would do it. But yeah, without <laughs> him, like, no. Am I missing anyone? Any other big ones? I feel like Jordan Love is kind of like a fun one. Just because oh, okay. he's cheaper a little bit would longer. You? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> uh, uh, Are you no. doing Love? No. No. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, um, no, that was, that was sorry. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> tough conversation. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, no, because no. he's old. Um, no. Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of his career. As much as I don't like him, probably. Yeah, yeah. we have to. Yeah. I mean, what? He won like eight games with the Packers his last year. That Packers team, I think, is probably a better team than Broncos are now. You're missing a uh, CJ Stroud. Oh, yeah, that's Stroud. A good one. Stroud, oh. you gotta yes. do it. Yep. Yeah. Stroud, you do it. Todd. Yeah. You agree? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's the future. Yep. Any? Um, who else? Am I missing anyone? Stafford. No, he's too old. Yeah. No. Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Kyler. No. 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 Jared Goff. Brock Purdy. No, on both of those guys for me. One more. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I would. But you would? Not comfortable. Yep, uh, I would. Oh, I don't know if I would. It's another one where it's like, I just don't think that giving him $55 million a year is like a path to winning football, winning a championship. Fair. And so to give up three firsts on top of that, like, I just, it's my policy. I have to say no. If I'm saying no to Burrow, I'm yeah. saying no to Jalen Hurts. They were 10 and 1 this year. They obviously collapsed massively. They were in the Super Bowl last year. 
I'm going to say right now that that collapse was more of a fluke uh-huh. because I think we have a bigger sample size the past two years. But I understand why you why anyone would say no All right. to that. Mm-hmm. Bryce one Young? more, one more. No. Would, uh, would you trade up to number one for Caleb Williams with that trade package? In a heartbeat. Yep, I and would. Todd won't. It's no. fair. And but nobody. Todd's probably right, but I'm going with the 30% chance that he is like just insane. And why I love, why not? Why I love going through this little exercise is what there's maybe five guys in the NFL right now that we would make this mm-hmm. trade for mm-hmm. um individually and collectively mm-hmm. and so that shows you how good Drake May would have to be. He'd have to be a top 5 quarterback to Instantly. even think about it. Let yeah. alone, like, you know, do it right away. He'd have to be even better than that. But the difference is, like, once you're on that second contract, you're playing, it's market value, you know? Like, and when you're paying market value, the expected surplus value should be, like, basically nothing. And so, like, when you're giving 55 million bucks a year to a quarterback, you're getting, like, 55 million bucks in production. What you're hoping for is that you're giving him, you know, second pick, he's probably getting, like, 8 million bucks a year. You're hoping you're getting, like, even if he was $20 million a year production, that's better value than, you know, market value for Jalen Hurts or market value for Joe Burrow. But then here's the thing, too, is you're not going to have, you don't have two first-round picks behind exactly. you in the Broncos situation. You don't have two first-round picks moving exactly. forward. So he's going to way have to outperform that rookie contract mm-hmm. because he's going to be doing it all by himself or at least with way less talent around mm-hmm. him than in most situations. And if you're like the Steelers, then... Maybe you do make that trade for Joe Burrow. Like I think I probably would because they've got their defense built out. Like they've got at least a couple pieces on offense, but they don't have they don't have a quarterback. So like if I was a GM, I would never trade up. I would only trade back where I would pick where I was at. Yeah. George Payton likes you. Sean Payton hates you. <laughs> <laughs> I would only trade back. I think it's just a better business decision. You get mm-hmm. more out of trading back. Yep. Yep. And you can you can usually pick a good player for where you're at, unless mm-hmm. you need just like one specific position. Like we only need a tight end. Like we gotta go get Bowers, and that's it. But it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. I think you give up way too much, and I don't know who it's worked for yet. Yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The, yeah, the yeah, Chiefs. That, did, it yeah. did work for them. Yeah. Bills also traded up to get uh, Justin uh, Josh Allen. So it's kind of worked. Back, back before the slotted salaries, um, when rookies would negotiate their own contracts, Jamarcus Russell, Jamarcus Russell being one of them, all the economists who like went through all the numbers found that the most valuable picks in the draft were the top of the third round. So like, you should trade the number one overall pick for the first pick of the third round. Like you should just make that trade straight up because you're going to wind up paying twenty million bucks a year to the number one overall pick versus like. 500k a year to like the third round and the, like the expected value is just so much higher that you should actually at that time not anymore because it's all slotted you should have just traded like top 10 pick get rid of it and get something in the third round that is wild can you imagine like, a team doing that you can't you can't do it though <laughs> no, you like it's just so can't. risky at the top and the busts are too common uh-huh, like you should just common. take something way safer but I mean, Todd, to your point, you're right. It doesn't happen very often where a team gambles everything to trade uh-huh. up. Uh, the Commanders did it for RG3, and he had a good couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. He didn't pan out as uh, as people thought he was going to be. Yep. Um, and so that hurt them in the long run. Heck, they moved on to their fourth-round pick, speaking of like mm-hmm. trading out. Uh, and, and they went with Kirk Cousins, yep. and he ended up being better. So uh, the value is certainly 
with trading back, and that's the George Payton philosophy. Mm. Um, one of the things that this has got me thinking of is our draft party. Our draft party is going to be awesome here. We're going to be doing it right here, and we've also going to have so many events at the DNVR bar before the draft, and you want to come by and hang out with us. In fact, we've got an event tomorrow. Uh, Friday, watching the American Raptors. Get your weekend started off right at the DNVR bar, 3 p.m. Raptors watch party where we're going to be giving away stickers, DNVR swag, VIP ticket raffles, uh, and we're going to have watch parties for the American Raptors the next three weeks. So if you are already an American Raptors fan or you want to become a fan, come by the DNVR bar. And then, of course, you got to be here for the All-Star weekend this week. you got to be here for Nuggets games, Avs games. Todd, you haven't been here for a playoff Nuggets or Avs game, have you? No, I haven't. Man, so I'm excited. It's going to be mm-hmm. so electric because the bar is packed for the playoffs. So if you want to be, uh, if you want to check out any events we've got going on, follow us on social at DNVR underscore sports or go to ddnvr.com slash events to see our calendar. And go check out... Damn it, my computer's... Empire. Empire. Oh, yeah, the floors. Every t- See, my thing is every time I, like, I hear floor, I look at the floor, and I see our awful floor here, yep. which hopefully soon will be replaced. But I've already talked enough about that. And you're reminded that it's not an Empire floor. No, it is not. And that's why I'm so excited to have Empire on board, because in theory, someday soon, we should be uh, we should be getting that uh, that floor on the way. Oh, Tiger just missed a birdie putt. What a, what a shame. Um, yeah. I don't This is why he doesn't know his ad reads, guys. He's watching <laughs> Tiger play. He's no, all over I, the place. I found I found the paper from 2005 when they went through all those numbers. Um I think uh I think some like carpet is probably my favorite floor. Like sometimes they have the carpet that has like a little bit of multicolored in it so you can't like tell if there's like dirt or anything like that. So you're saying you're dirty and you just get things everywhere so you need the carpet that cleans that up. Yeah, exactly. Like, then you don't have to vacuum as much. Like, you can get stains. People don't notice. Yeah, like a nice, big, fluffy carpet. I think that would be probably my favorite floor. Like, something where you don't even want to wear shoes because it's so nice. Um, So, yeah. uh, Empire is where we go to get floors. If you want, you can get on their app, their virtual floor designer. It's a great way to see how their new floors will look in any space. you don't have to like go shop at a big store. They'll actually come to you. They have convenient shop at home service, um, and they have their own warranties. So if there's an issue, you just call them up and they'll hook you up. Uh, so schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code DNVR. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash DNVR for details. How would you guys feel about J.J. McCarthy? With the 12th pick, Broncos don't have to give anything up. They just stay at 12 and pick J.J. McCarthy. That's what our guy Field Yates has the Broncos doing in this draft, sticking at 12. We knew after talking to him last week that it was going to be a quarterback. He has it being J.J. McCarthy. You know, I'm not mad at it. You know, my guy's Penix. Like, I'm not mad at it. I'm happy that we are picking a quarterback here and it's not an outside linebacker or a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so ultimately, I am happy. I mean, he's a great competitor, won a lot at Michigan. Um, I'm excited. I would be excited to see like how he pans out because I feel like his workload was limited at Michigan because of how Big great time. their offensive line running game is. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. But ultimately, a quarterback, I'm happy. Let's let's get the ball rolling. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in on JJ McCarthy. Mm. Um. He moves really well in the pocket. I feel like that's the thing that that 
stands out to me at this point is that even compared to like Michael Penix, like just the little movements to buy just a little bit more time, like he puts his linemen in good spaces. And so in going back through and looking, I, I was like, I was thinking like, what if Quinn Miners was this guard? And what if you just made that little step there? Like Quinn would just lay this guy out. Like he just puts his offensive line in good situations. And I think that that, uh. that is nice. Um, the way he runs the offense is obviously great. Um, they asked a lot of him on third downs and he delivered. Like it's the closest thing to a pro style offense. I think, uh, I, I don't necessarily think that he needs to sit when he gets to the NFL either. I think that like he looks a little bit like underdeveloped, mm. like he could fill out just a little bit more. Um, and he will because he's just so young, like he's not a finished product, but I do think that I'm, I'm on board with JJ McCarthy at 12. The last of that top six that I'm not is Bo Nix. Like, I'm, I'm going to try again to see what people see in him. I think what they see is just stats, but but that's the last one. If they if they take McCarthy at 12, I'm happy. He's 6'3", 202 pounds. Mac yeah. Jones is 6'3", 220 pounds. Yeah. And you say Mac is limited. He is. He doesn't move as well. He doesn't have as big of an arm. Okay. The release. I, maybe JJ might have a little bit quicker release, but not much. JJ... I would be okay with this because you're not mortgaging the future for a guy. Mm -hmm. It's a swing on a quarterback. Um, and also this would be the ultimate. I would, I wouldn't be in love with this move, yep. but this would be the ultimate, like you got to trust Sean Payton. And if Sean Payton is identifying <laughs> this guy as his quarterback, okay, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with it. And that's how I'd feel about if it was Penix, if it was Bo Nix, if it was JJ McCarthy at pick 12, you just have to trust in Sean Payton right now. And JJ is probably the, is certainly, well, He's pro-ready mm -hmm. um, because he's coming from more of a pro-style offense. He knows how to play under center. He can play in the gun as well, but really knows how to play under center. There's just never really been a ton put on his plate mm -hmm. because he's had a mm -hmm. fantastic defense, uh, an awesome running game, but he also is more pro-ready. So there, there's pluses and negatives to him. He's also 21. He's also the youngest quarterback in this draft, so you have tons of time to develop him. I'm not too concerned about if the guy's older or younger in this draft – what is Penix is going to be 24, 25 mm -hmm. this year? That doesn't concern me at all. So I'm not going to like make uh, a 21 year old seem like that much better because he's young. But I guess it is a nice little bonus there. Um, so it'd be the ultimate trust in Sean. It's so funny to me that like everybody talks about like time to develop guys. I don't feel like they give guys time. <laughs> no, you got happen. like two years. If it's not looking yep. good or panning out after two years or three, you're done. Like you could be 21 and you're just retired by 24. Or you could be 25 and be done by 28. Like exactly. I don't know. I don't know if like age is as a big of a factor now because guys don't get developed. And I think the guys that do, even like Jordan Love, I think he had time to sit and watch Aaron Rodgers and know his first year wasn't great last year, but or this year was really his first year starting. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, turned out pretty good at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, so. So um, if you do have the ability to develop guys, I think it always works out great. But most of the time we see it like first round draft picks, you got to be ready. You got to go in there. You got to be able to start. Um, and if you don't perform great, it's like, okay, on to the next. Yeah. And uh, it's it just, it's crazy that we all know that quarterbacks pan out better if you let them sit behind somebody. Like all the evidence suggests the best thing you can do is just not play a rookie quarterback the first year. But still, no team can do it. And, and a lot of that's just because of necessity. Because, like, uh, if the Panthers didn't play Bryce Young last year, who would they have even played? I don't even know who their backup quarterback Andy was. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. 
you could run an offense for like eight weeks. <laughs> like when you're losing every game anyway, why not? But nobody drafts a pretty good quarterback when you have a quarterback. No, exactly. The Packers did yep. it. Yeah. Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs did you it. You got to be in an incredible Chargers situation. Chargers did it. Right. Like, and it worked out for all of those teams. Mm-hmm. More teams just have to do it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what John Madden said. It's like the, the best time to draft a quarterback is when you don't need one mm-hmm. because you get to let them sit. But then everything changes because you only get the, I guess it works out to be about six years where you get a cheap quarterback and you want to maximize those because then all of a sudden you're paying the $55 million to Justin Herbert. Like you want him to be as good as you can in that time before then. And so it's just this weird dynamic where you really want to get him going as quick as you can. Cause that's when like the surplus value could be so much higher, but, but instead, maybe, maybe you don't have to pay him as much as they don't have this long track record of being it's true. Good. But I mean, what's I'm, Baker going to get off of one good year? Well, what's Jordan Love yeah. gonna get? He's you can yeah. you can sign a new deal this off season, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know if he won't yeah. reset the market though. At no, least. no. But that might be why he waits another year. No, he should just take that money. He might. Get, you, I wouldn't be shocked if he got fifty a year. I wouldn't be shocked if it's fifty. But he's not getting like the sixty-three or whatever at the top. Uh huh. What is the top right now? Is it already sixty? I... I thought it was like 55-ish. But a good point coming in from Jose, um, because we, we did throw out the names when they sat. They did work. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes, the Jordan Loves, the Aaron Rodgers. Jose says, well, the Broncos did that with Paxton Lynch. When do we have Paxton Lynch? Um, 2016. He was a first-round pick. He was the first uh, draft pick well, after winning the Super Bowl. Trevor Simeon. Yeah, that's not you can't. Pax no, isn't going to yeah. learn from Trev. in terms of sitting though. But but, but also, he wasn't. I don't think he was. Prax wasn't drafted to sit. He got drafted and had to sit because Trevor was out playing him. I think they were drafting him to be a starter. We didn't have a quarterback at that time. Right. They weren't. They mm-hmm. weren't putting the ball in Trevor Simeon's hands like you're our guy for the future. Yep. It was a true like. All right, we're going to draft somebody. If he pans out, we're going to have him start. It didn't work. I think you have to draft a quarterback. Even though Aaron Rodgers didn't like mm-hmm. it, I think it worked out best for the organization. Brett yeah. Favre didn't like it when either. You have, yeah, when you have a really good quarterback for them to learn from. Exactly. Pax coming in and learn from Trevor Simeon. They're the same He's age. trying to learn just like <laughs> exactly, Pax is, you exactly. know? So, exactly. I don't know. Well, then the other thing, like, that's just one example. And then you look exactly. at, So then you go to, like, well, Zach Wilson didn't work out either. And neither did... Brock uh, Osweiler? Brock Osweiler, I mean, yeah, he kind of did. No, he, worked out a little bit. He worked, he worked, out, he worked out. He was also a second round pick. The Super Bowl team, he didn't yeah. work yeah. out career wise. Yeah. yeah, but I think some of that was kind of self inflicted by choosing to leave. But also, I mean, that's like a second round pick. And how often does a second round pick wind up being a starter, regardless? I think if he would stay here, would have had a better career. It definitely would have been better. Oh, I understand. Sure. It might not have been great, but it definitely would have been better. I understand the frustration though. When you when you think you're not getting what you're worth, like so. Yeah. Was the locker room surprised when he left? Yeah, everybody thought he was going to be our guy next year for yeah. sure. It would just but been so smooth. Like when you, somebody comes and hands you a fifty percent off coupon, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half the reason why we won that ring last yeah, year. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. I understand. And also being a competitor, like from an outside perspective, it's like, of course, if Peyton Manning is healthy, yeah. uh, and he's going to be your quarterback going in. But from his perspective as a competitor, he's like. What the hell? I just went five and two, uh, yep. kept this team not only in a position to make the playoffs, but to get the number one seed. Uh, and now you're benching me, and it's still going to be the same head coach that just benched me. Like, again, it was the right move, 100%, mm-hmm. to put Peyton in there. But from a competitor's perspective uh, of Brock Oswald, I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wants, He felt like he had done enough to be in that position. 
it worked out for us, but I think he at least earned the right for like a real deal that next year, like and a real shot to just be our guy for the future. Yeah, yep. especially with like Peyton retiring. Demarcus, do you, he played one more year. Yep, he did. Yeah, he yeah, did play D-Y, one more yeah, year. Yeah. But like even with just Peyton retiring, like that opens up some space. I guess you also had to pay like Derek Wolf came up that year. Chris Harris Jr. Yeah, I Trevathan believe. walked, so there's more money. Yep. You could have found a way. And they got deal. They got Wolf on a on a sweet deal. A crazy deal, they yeah. Did. Because they did. I mean, he got he got good money. He signed a team friendly deal with yep. Malik, who they were battling like kind of similar, very yep. similar. Went and got like eighty mm-hmm. million. Like they got a great deal. It was and it's the same. It's the same as Brock, where it's like got way more money, but it didn't really work out. Uh huh. And it's you can't. I mean. I I'm think he's happy it. with I'm the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think quick. the Broncos had uh, excess money in 2016. Like, I think... Yeah, but if they, they if had they to wanted let some guys quarterback, walk, not they because they didn't away. want them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like they just had tons of extra money. They tried. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say here? Uh, just the highest paid quarterbacks. Uh, it's Deshaun Watson at 63, almost 64 wow. million. That's, oh my uh, Dak Prescott goodness. at six, uh, 59, uh, 59 million and Patrick Mahomes at 58. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. three years coming up. 64 million, 64 million, Ooh. 64 Deshaun. Oh my All gosh. fully guaranteed. And there's a report he's coming even, out this he's, morning. He's worse than Russ. That says the NFL has not closed the door on potentially uh, handing out another uh, punishment for Deshaun Watson if um, more uh, evidence comes out about this this stuff. So apparently, I, I don't <laughs> I know. Like there's more coming. Out. Uh, I was gonna say I don't know if there's more, but for a report to come out that says that makes me think that there's reason to believe that more may like come they're out. they're asking for more. I feel like the Browns are <laughs> right. just like, we need Punish some dirt. Him. Like, Punish please. Like, <laughs> we have too oh, much wow. money tied up with him. And so that's it's like a, yeah. trying to find some people. That honestly is like Russell Wilson's contract and trade is one yeah. of the worst all time. But Deshaun's, he, Deshaun has a chance because the Browns have no choice but to keep him. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a chance that he can turn it around, and if he turns it around, then uh, Russ's could be worse in the long run. But right now, Deshaun's is worse. The contract yeah. and trade, yikes. Yeah. So like we talked about the 85 million to move on from Russ, 200 for Deshaun. <laughs> Dang. Fully guaranteed, yep. baby. And Dang. Russ was better last year. Yep. And that's why Deshaun. Deshaun originally said, "I'm not going to the Browns." And then the door reopened to the Browns because they said, we'll give you a fully guaranteed contract. Deshaun was smart to say, well, I'm going to take that. That's the Malik Jackson. It's like, this probably don't want to be a Browns quarterback. Like, bad things generally happen to Browns quarterbacks, but can't say no to... What was 200 it? million. Yeah. 230 guaranteed. 230 guaranteed. Oh, this made my stomach hurt. All right. What was he going to do with that? <laughs> Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, let's go the opposite direction. Instead of talking bad, let's talk ideal quarterbacks for the Broncos. And to round this show off, we are going to break down our top five quarterbacks. Realistic. Mm-hmm. Se- semi-realistic for the Broncos this year can be anyone. Can be free agency. Can be trade. Now, if it is a trade, you got to give up the fair value to get him. If it is free agency, you got to pay him the fair value. So, and obviously, like trading from Mahomes isn't realistic. So that's not an option. If one of you try to do that, oh no, we're nixing it. Ah, yeah, you got what like uh, Bo nixing it. Ah. <laughs> ah, there you go. Um, so Todd, let's start with you. Why don't you give us your top five and about five to one? All right, five to one. Let's do it. All right, first, I'm starting with Russell Wilson. Um, obviously, oh, we're playing like him. him $39 million, whether he's on the team or not. 
Um, I think we might as well have him on the team and maybe we do still draft a young quarterback and he can learn from Russell Wilson. Hopefully he's not too mad and just tells the young quarterback all the wrong things to do. Uh, but I think it's the, one of the better options for the team. We still would be in cap hell, but I think it's a lot easier to balance things out with having him on the team and then figuring out how to get rid of $20 million in day cap. I like it. Well, and then even on top of that, like, go get Brock Bowers. Yep. Russell Wilson sure. and Brock Bowers. Like, I think Russell Wilson probably wins the most games of any, more than any rookie quarterback would this year. Yeah. Throw in that you get another piece like that. Who knows? Mm. Not a bad option. All right, number four, uh, my guy, Kirk Cousins. Mm. Um, don't know if he would come. Yeah, former teammate. Don't know if he would come, but Mm -hmm. I think he's a very – he's a talented quarterback, and he's a veteran, um, and he would kind of help steer Mm -hmm. the ship the way it needs to be steered. And hopefully we could work some things out to give him a huge signing bonus and give him a lot less, you know – through the year so it doesn't hurt our salary cap mm-hmm. and um, i think that's very possible i think it would be great yeah and and by the contract terms um the only way that this wouldn't you absolutely couldn't do it is if it's a one-year deal yeah but if you make a bigger year deal then absolutely you give them a massive signing bonus and you can absorb that cap hit this year you can make it work number three i got uh justin fields i feel like mm. he is still a young man that is on the rise i don't think he's hit his peak yet and i felt like i saw him take some big steps this year as a quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFL. Probably cost us a third round pick, a lot better than three firsts in a second. So <laughs> I'm willing to risk it uh, and see how it pans out. What about a second round pick? Would you do it for a second? We don't have one. Next year's second. Yeah, next year's okay. second? Yeah, yeah, okay. we'll, worry, yeah. we'll worry about that Fair. next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you sound more and more like Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner than later. Um, number two, I got Bo Nix. I think mm. that he'll, one, for one, he'll be there at 12. Yep. <laughs> Two, I think he is um, very accurate. If you look at the numbers, probably the most accurate quarterback yep. in college mm-hmm. football last year. And I think that's what we need. We don't need somebody with a big arm, even though he does have talent. We need accuracy. I think that's what wins in the NFL is accuracy, hands down, day in and day out. So I'll pick Bo Nix as the second best option. And number one, of course, my guy, <laughs> Michael Penn Jr. Of course, he'll be there at number 12. Draft boards are going crazy right now, having him all over the place. Mm. Um, I think he's a talented quarterback. I think he slept on. He hasn't been injured for two seasons. I hate hearing about his injuries. That was mm. ages ago. Yep. Um, I think he's ready to go. I think he's focused. I think his mentality is there. And I think he's a smart quarterback. Um, we talked about that being the number one key to being a great quarterback is what's between your ears. And I think he's very, very smart. So I think he's our best option if we want to turn the ship around i love it and you got a mix of everything trade on your own roster draft and free agency my one question to you about michael Penix: yep would you draft him at 12 if you are sean payton and george payton he's there at 12 or are you going to be risky because in field yates's mock draft uh bo nix go jj goes at 12 to the broncos bo nix goes at 18 to the steelers michael Penix does not go in the first round well we don't have a pick in the second round that's so. true yeah Maybe we can maybe we can trade back from twelve to fifteen, but that's as far as I probably go. Okay, so you so only you, trade in a couple spots. You, what you yeah. do, you take JJ, then you trade back into the second round and get Panics as well, and you just have them compete. What could go wrong? Two darts, man. That's there wouldn't be a power it. struggle at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not keep Russ too? I'm planning on it. Just give me a Zach Wilson in there just for a little fun. <laughs> see if we can get Trey Lance as well. Let's just get like a five quarterback group. I love it, Todd. And we're gonna update they update these. Let's say if Kirk Cousins tomorrow signs a deal with the Vikings, and we'll go back and update our rankings. Henry, where are you going? Five to one. Number five. I've. 
He needs help, you hear. Come on, you He hear. doesn't remember. I think did it, did <laughs> this I isn't a fields? good number five if he can't remember. Does that say Fields? <laughs> oh, okay, my good. gosh. I can't read that part. I thought I thought Fields was five, but I'm not going to say the wrong thing. Like, that's why the board always, you know? Uh, but, yeah, uh, Fields, I was actually torn. My number four is Russell Wilson. Um, mm. So those two were kind of the bottom two here. I was just trying to figure out which order. I figured Fields is... You're probably picking up the fifth-year option, so it's either like $25 million for two years um, and a third-round pick, or it's 37 for second. Russ. I, I'd, or a second, whatever. It was future second, hopefully. Um, or Russ. Um, and so I figured I'd rather have Russ at 37 for two years versus 25 for Fields, and then a plus whatever's in the draft. Um, if it winds up being Fields, though, you know, he can get the job done. It's a change. Like a running quarterback, it's always fun to have. It's also way more frustrating than people realize, I think. Mm. But, you know, it will change. Like, you avoid the drama bringing Russ back. It wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, Russell Wilson, like I said before, like, he's probably the best quarterback you could get next year unless you do something ridiculous. Um, for that reason, like, he might even be too low on my board. Um, but, yeah, bring back Russ. I, I think you're probably going to win in, like, eight, nine games next year. Eight, same, same as last year. But yep. who knows? Get a little lucky and maybe it's more. Uh, number three, I think... JJ. JJ, yeah. So all three of these guys are guys you can get at 12. Um, I've got JJ... I guess one of them, maybe not. But uh, I've got JJ third just because I like him. I wouldn't mind if they take him at 12. It'd be fun, at least early on, and hopefully it goes well and stays fun. Like, he's a good quarterback prospect. There you go. Uh, number two, I think I've got Penix. Yeah. Uh, Penix, like him a little bit more than... Uh, JJ the tiebreaker actually I had him really close I went back and watched him Drew Brees last night just because I couldn't figure this out and Penix and Brees actually look a lot alike it's like the number nine hmm. maybe does something there too but like just the way they like take the snap the way Brees like steps up in the pocket a little bit more which you like but there's less of like the McCarthy like twitchy like making a guy miss and then making the throw, like building the pocket. And so for a second there, like I talked about that with McCarthy before I had McCarthy in front of Penix. And I was like, hopefully you just don't need that. And if you don't need that, I think Penix is just a better passer. He puts the ball where it needs to be. Um, and then number one though, I have Jaden Daniels because mm, I, I, I couldn't decide. Wow, wow, I, wow. I initially had Caleb Williams. I initially had Drake may. I was like, I don't want to give up what it takes. Like those aren't bad options, but they're definitely not top five. If you've got to give up, like, a future second for Jaden Daniels, I'm all in. You give up a future first, I'm, 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 I'm probably all in. Where is he projected to go? Like, where do we have third to or eighth, second or third? Like, it's all over the place. I have not seen anyone that I'll send it to you then. Top three. I'll send it to Please. you then. Yeah, no, there's there's been plenty that have them like eight or nine. Because eight's eight's the hot one because it's the Henry Falcons. Chisholm mock draft. It, it, I think it is. And <laughs> the no, Ch Chisholm Henry mock draft. You haven't seen him going eight to the Falcons. Um, I see. I'm just pulling. That's up what most common. The, the one right now, Field Yates. He has Caleb yeah. Williams one, Jaden Daniels two. Yeah, Drake mm. May three. That's out there too. But but that's why like if if you can Whoa. give up a first to go get him I'm I'm all in. Oh I mean I would be all in on that too. I think Jaden Daniels is uh, it, it's pretty much the trade package for Drake May except maybe instead of, you don't have to give up that future second. But mm -hmm. I think it's three first rounders to get up there because I think it's quarterback be. quarterback quarterback and uh, Todd I'm sorry to say I don't think Michael Penix is in those top three quarterbacks. I think there's a clear top three quarterbacks and they're going pick one two and three whether it's the Bears Commanders. 
and Patriots, whether other teams trade up in there, I think those three are going the first three picks. That's fine. I mean, Brock Purdy went yeah, last. 100%. After a ton <laughs> yeah. of quarterbacks. Yep, yep. I mean. Um, so, would you do it for three firsts for Jaden? Yeah, Brugler had a... I got to find the others. Um, Three firsts for Jaden. It wouldn't be my favorite. Okay, but you're thinking about it. So I'll, I'd rather I'll, do Drake May. Yeah. Oh, you would do Drake over. Okay. Or, no, I no, I like this more than Drake May. That gotcha, wasn't clear. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me get to my top five. And uh, before I'm going to spoil something, I don't have Russell Wilson on this list, but he, uh, I wanted to put him on there. I just, I just couldn't get him on there because of the mental hurdle of Sean doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. It, it's like so clear. And mm-hmm. Sean's your head coach this year. That's going to be the case. So I just couldn't in my right mind think like, okay, I want another combo of another a head coach of that really does not <laughs> like his quarterback. So yeah. I just couldn't do it. I do think Russ might be the best option to win this year. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get over that hurdle. So that's why Russ isn't on here. But my number five, I've got going uh, to Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix is a lot of Drew Brees. Now, could is he Drew Brees? Of course not. But could he be like Drew Brees? Does he have a lot of traits? Um, does he play that spread him out football? Absolutely. And I think Sean Payton could see that. So I could absolutely see Bo Nix being the Broncos pick at 12 there. And I'd feel comfortable with it. Number four, I've got Justin Fields for a lot of the reasons you guys laid out. I mean, he's, he's a guy that has so much talent that might just be hitting his stride. Mm-hmm. And man, make the Bears look silly for trading a guy away that's finally starting to put it together and especially todd i just keep going back to what you said about the broncos game he looked the best Mm -hmm. as a pocket passer against the broncos and we know that sean is fixated on one or two games when signing free agents specifically jared stidham so he could do that with justin here and if it's a second round pick a future second round pick Man, that's a that's a talented guy to get just for a second round pick. So yep. I like him there. Number three, I'm going Kirk Cousins. Todd, I'm rolling with you on the Cousins train. Kirk Cousins might be the Sean Payton type of quarterback. Now he's older, um, and you can make the contract in a way to sign him, to mm-hmm. absorb it. But mm-hmm. he's going to cost you a lot next year or in 2025 and 2026 if you build it this way in order to absorb russell wilson's cap hit but kirk cousins actually over russell wilson would he he'd get you in the playoffs Mm -hmm. if the broncos sign kirk cousins the broncos are a playoff team maybe not win the division but they're winning 10 11 games they will be a playoff team he won't be your alex smith there you go and then you draft someone maybe next year because you don't have to give up anything for him draft pick wise number two i'm going Jaden daniels this is Three first-round picks, it's a ton. Jaden Daniels is electric. There's a reason he won the Heisman. He can get it done in the pocket with his arm, but then also just so dynamic. Probably the best running quarterback we've seen since Lamar. Yeah. You pair that with his ability to pass, yep, I could sign up for that in a heartbeat. And number one, give everything to get Caleb Williams. And (laughs) whatever you have to do to get him, if you can get him, the best way to compete with Patrick Mahomes is get the best possible quarterback. We've seen it in the playoffs. The only t- uh, quarterbacks that uh, that Patrick Mahomes has lost to is Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. You got to go get the next closest thing to Mahomes, and that's Caleb Williams, even if it's given up a ton. All right, there's our top five. I love it. We've got we've got a lot of same people, a lot of different people. We're going to adjust this every week, every day, if news breaks daily. Uh, and we're going to keep coming back to this. Let us know your top five. Uh, any final words here before we hit the Super Chats? 
I think I had the best top five. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good words. Uh, and f- super chat coming in from the Great Browse says, "Give me Bo Nix, please." How would you feel if the Broncos pick at twelve as Bo? I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with it right now. My draft <laughs> I'm like I'm doing my best to get there, but like you're gonna have good players on the board still, whether it's like a corner or a tight end or something. Passing up on those for Bo Nix just doesn't do it for him. Like, I just don't see why anybody would want him. Yeah. And if the stats, the stats. If this is Bo Nix, wait, what do you mean the stats? That's what he has. He has stats. Oh, oh, he has everything. Everything else, there isn't. If you just look at the stats, he's a great quarterback. But stats in college football, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Only two quarterbacks have had, what, over 4,500 yards back to back Mm, seasons? Michael Penix and Patrick Mahomes. Stats sometimes mean something, but again, if Penix works out, they they don't always (laughs) mean something. So that's fair. I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay and trust, trust in Sean. There was the the saying, trust in John Elway. We went through that for a couple of years. It Mm -hmm. worked. It didn't work. And this one's all about trust in Sean. All right. That's going to do it today. We've got another fun conversation dialed up for tomorrow to head us into the weekend. So stay tuned with us. 11 a.m. tomorrow. We'll see you. Thanks for rolling with us. Flying cotton